What's up, everybody? Welcome back to OTD. Before we get this episode rolling, I just wanted to say subscribe to the channel, check out our iTunes page, check out the TuneIn page. All those links and such can be found in the description down below. Leave us a like, leave us a comment, tell us what you like, tell us what you didn't like. Make sure to give us a follow on Twitter at OTD underscore podcast. We'll be tweeting out random stuff throughout the day. And with that, let's jump right into the episode. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to OTD. Today, we're all here, and we got a lot to fucking talk about. So this may be one of those two-parters that kind of ends abruptly, starts abruptly type thing. Not sure how we're going to do this, but we got a lot to get through. So let's start with the big fight that happened on Saturday. We had Pacquiao versus Broner. Pacquiao won in a unanimous decision. Fellas, thoughts, because you guys are more uh, fight, uh, I don't want to say fight experts, but you're more into the fighting boxing scene than I am, so I'm, I'm really interested to get your thoughts on the overall fight. I felt like, man, he just took him to school. Adrian Broner is uh, the soldier boy of the boxing game. <laughs> Way to steal my take. <laughs> Way to steal my take. Way to st- I literally sent that in the chat Saturday as the fight was happening. Hey, you come this up is in true. here. And you come up in here and steal my take. In front of my face. You should have said it. (laughs) My God. (laughs) You should have said it first. I should have said it for you. Damn right. (laughs) (laughs) Now you see how I felt five episodes back when Eric stole my goddamn thunder. Yeah, you're right. Okay, but still Eric's thunder. Eric literally sent a picture of his notes. You could have stolen any one of his actual notes. (laughs) Okay, okay. Fine, 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 fine. No, it's done already. Adrian Broner is the Zab Judea <laughs> of this generation. No, but, but seriously. First of all, it's Zab Judah, not Judea. <laughs> Whatever, man. Zab Judea is just the Jewish version. <laughs> oh, shit. But no, and also, hey, what did you guys see? You, you were, you were, you were, I don't, I'm not going to say going for Broner, but you thought Broner was going to, was going to put it on Manny. I didn't necessarily think that he was going to put it on Manny because I know Manny. Damn, that would have been a terrible take. <laughs> <laughs> you, didn't th- you didn't think he was going to put it on Manny? I didn't think he was. I didn't think he was going to. Pause. Like, oh, my God. You guys are fucking idiots. Um, so Broner, right? Broner. This is my thing. I thought he was going to come out. He was talking so much shit about the fucking press conference and, you know, every single bit of promo he got, promo time he got, was talking mad shit. They has the hood behind him and this, whatever, whatever, whatever. And then you get to the fight and you're only landing or throwing eight punches per round, bro. Eight, not 80, eight. I said eight. I think, I think the... (laughs) The av- the official average was six per round, six point four per round. I think <clears throat> something like that. Yeah, it was. It was yeah, horrible. he didn't do anything, man. How do you step into a championship fight? How, bro? Like no one, yo, your reputation as a boxer is done, G. Like that's it. You Listen, officially I mean, became 
this generation's Zab Judah. Have, have, have any of you ever been punched in the mouth by a five six Filipino boy? <laughs> you know, I can't say I have. Sounds like, a, <laughs> sounds like a Saturday night to me. They hit hard, man. It's not about it's not about Pacquiao hitting hard or listen, dude. I told you this. He's obviously the more skilled boxer of the two. The issue that I have with Broner is Broner has so much fucking talent, bro. He's such a talented boxer, and he doesn't discipline himself to his craft. Yeah, but there's a lot of guys that I no. think end up like that. No, that's not. Yeah, not everybody. That's everybody's beef. That's everybody's beef with Broner. Yeah. Broner's issue oh, is that he doesn't like he doesn't like to get hit in the mouth. That's fine. If, if you if you were watching the fight. I know that. Look, Broner, I think, like, so, somewhat kind of clearly won round three or some shit like that. Um, yeah, I think he got like two rounds. Yeah, like two rounds. One I of them was the. You gave him one round, right. But but here's the thing scorecards, I think, came in and it was like the 11th round for Broner and like the fourth round for Broner. So yeah. he won like one of the first rounds. If, if, if you know boxing, it's so controver- controversial that anyone could have had that fight broner having two rounds two out of the first six you know what i'm saying meaning right. that he that he was like one round away from tying from from being tied then he gets smacked because manny went into some other shit in round seven then he yeah. gets smacked around and then that's like in every other fight i'll tell you after my daughter put that man on his back he's never he's never been the same like but he, a, he he's yeah. after my album i'm gonna say yes when he fought my that was his downfall but bro you can't tell me that he he has this fucking pattern or this private life outside of you know crazy fucking life outside of boxing yeah all it all affects him like this this dude thinks he's a fucking a rapper and wants to be out in the club and wants to be popping bottles and shit. Did you see that fucking intro that he made us sit through? My God. Yeah, but, the, but you know what the difference? You, yeah, but you know what the difference is between those between I'm those saying, guys? Like, so for example, Johnny Manziel had the same problem, right? His his life outside of football was would inter interfered with his with his football life, right? It, it didn't even get him let him get started. But you could tell because as soon as he hit the field, you knew he wasn't in shape. He wasn't. But Broner's in shape. Yeah. Bron- Broner's sharp. Broner's. Broner's. You could tell that even if he does whatever he does outside, he comes in ready. Yes, it, it's just he he doesn't pull the trigger in this. So you, dude, he's scared. Bro, like he doesn't want to get. He doesn't want to get rocked. Let me tell you, he man, got rocked by Manny. Had, he took has it. that grown man strength. He took. I, I mean, he, Manny. Manny, him Manny came out good out the gate, man. He t- he did. He did. But he I'm telling you, like it, it was the same. It was the same thing with with Mikey Garcia. Like he just wasn't letting letting it go because he was like, "Yo, if I make a mistake, and he and he knocks me down, then I'm not, I don't know how I'm gonna get yeah. back from this." I just yeah, understand so he, how, like, yo, he when he fought before he fought Maidana, he never thought that he could get hit. So he was going in there almost fearless. Right. Like, yo, I'm gonna throw my punches. If I get hit, I get hit. 
But after he got rocked by Madonna, then he's like, yo, I got to be careful. I'm going to go in. There, I'm going to use my speed. And he has it like messed up too. Like I'm going to use my speed and my defense. And all I'm going to do is like, he thinks he gets points for defending punches. So he's like, I'm going to I'm gonna defend, I'm going to defend, I'm going to defend. Oh, you didn't score anything. All I need to do is score two punches. Boom, boom. I won the round. Right. Hey, he looks terrible tactic, by the way. He looks he, he looked was, dumb as shit. Yeah. Not only sure. that, I I would also even argue that he thought because I I mean it's on everyone's mind, right? We talked about this earlier today. The whole Pacquiao's forty. I mean, at the same time, Pacquiao looked as sharp as ever. But I forgot oh, how, I forgot how young Broner is too, man. Because he's yeah, been around forever, so I forgot how young. Twenty nine. Yeah. That's, that's the thing. So like. I'm sure that Adrian Broner went into the fight thinking, you know what? I can maybe fuck around the first couple of rounds. I can throw. I'm gonna wait for him to tire himself out in the middle rounds, and then I'm gonna, and then I'm gonna go in and win the the last the, the last third of the fight. Yeah. But Pacquiao never let up the entire fight. Yeah, I was gonna say I marvel. Legitimately, the entire level. fight, Pacquiao looked he looked as sharp the last round as the first. Yeah, I mean it was beginning to end. But this is what I, this is what I would like to like. The only thing that I see that's wrong now is that this nigga talks so much shit. He say he's like, oh, I mean, you know, he has great, amazing, like they put him against good opposition, and like I'm talking about, like to me, I feel like some of the fights that they put for free on on TV or Showtime, whatever, could be a pay per view fight, like him versus Mike, Mikey Garcia. But because he, because he doesn't pull the trigger, when in these fights, and it's like they all see him now. He's he's gonna become another like another Amir Khan. That's that's you know probably he's gonna fall into that category. Gonna he's gonna fall. To, gonna he's gonna fall to the categories of Lamont Peterson. Um, when when Amir Khan loses to to T Bud now here in, in, when he fights. When they fight, it the natural the natural progression is gonna be Khan versus Broner. Yeah, and then from there that's the natural progression. And then whoever loses that one might as well retire. It'll be a double from, knockout. And then, then from there is gonna be Andre Berto versus he's gonna be an Andre Berto. And Berto now the Berto Berto doesn't even fight anymore. He was just in there for the money type of thing. But like, like, but he's still you're yeah. gonna see him a fight like that and. And the and the bad thing about that kid, because Broner, you could tell Broner doesn't come from the best, you know, background type of thing. The messed up thing about Broner is that if Broner doesn't, you know, Broner made. I think I read this this morning. Pacquiao made or could make up to twenty million from that fight, right? When you count in everything, he could make up to twenty million. Broner took home two point five million. 2.5 he did win uh, i mean pacquiao made, did win. Made, pacquiao made you don't you don't get, you don't get to that doesn't matter win or lose oh, i know i know but the, there's the a person already paid more yes because Broner doesn't know how to negotiate so he just takes the fight and he's like okay cool pacquiao was supposed to make 10 and him 2.5 with with all the the you know the gate and how many pay-per-views and this and that and everything else, Pacquiao numbers go up to 20. Jesus. 
and and Broner and Broner's a 2.5. 2.5. Which where was the fight? The fight was in, in Vegas? Yeah. 2.5. Which means he keeps 1.2. And Uncle Sam keeps the other 1.2. And out of the 1.2, he has to pay that staff. And he has to pay for the six weeks or eight weeks that he was in training. So he basically takes home about 300 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> so, he, so he took home $300 and a pack of Newports yeah. for, for that fight. And Pacquiao took home the GDP of the entire Philippines. <laughs> Bro, I just, I, just hope, exactly. I just hope that he, that he at least let somebody manage manage him that's good because um i don't know bro i i don't know i can't see what else where he goes from here now for the sake of time i do want to kind of just real quick get your final thoughts on just one last aspect of this fight uh because broner brought it up uh you know post fight and all that yeah uh, is, talking about is the, 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 the hood the Pacquiao. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, that's yeah, the hood no, the the inevitable. But he was talking about how they wanted the the publicity for Pacquiao Mayweather too. Yeah, Mayweather was on the sidelines, and, and I said that he he is as self absorbed as ever because he's out here watching a, a fight of two other dudes, and he's talking about how great he is. I wanted I wanted to get your thoughts on just. Not necessarily Broner's take, because I think he could just be, you know, talking out his ass. But, you know, what would you say the possibility or the likelihood of a Pacquiao Mayweather part two? I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I would not. But what do you think is the... You wouldn't, but what's the likelihood that it happens? I don't think it's going to happen. So zero. Zero. Lou? What? Yeah, man, I don't think Mayweather has nothing to gain from it. No, we get that. We get it. I'm just asking because there is money to be made in that. Like, so you realize so, that, right? So, you made, so, so that's what, what he made. What I'm saying is, Mayweather's close behind. You're gonna have to give him hell a lot of money. All right, but I'm saying that money will be there. So with that information at your disposal, what's the likelihood that it's like when a very good original movie gets an inevitable sequel? Right. Right, like no one asked for a, a second movie to Venom, but we're gonna fucking get it. You know what I'm saying? So, so what I'm getting at is just your objective opinion. What's the likelihood? And then you know, go ahead and tell me whether or not you want to see it. But I'm gonna say eighty percent likelihood. Eighty percent likelihood. I'm and as far confident. as your excitement for it, like would would, would that I be something that really gets you going? Eh. That's 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 how you can sum up my excitement. Look. They're both, I mean, like like I said, Pacquiao looked good, but I'm sure that is also in part because of the opponent he had. Right. I think that also helped Pacquiao look good. Of course. At the end of the day, Mayweather's not in this prime. They're still great fighters. They're still better than most fighters, right? It's like saying like in soccer, Cristiano Ronaldo and Messi at 36. Yeah, sure. They're not the best form of themselves, but they're still going to keep up with most people. Right. And they're probably going to be better than most people. So I think yeah, but they're, yeah, but they're not fighting most people. They're, they're fighting each other. Right, right. But I'm saying at the end of the day, they're neither of them is in their in their best 
form, I guess you would say, or their best shape. It's just right, but they're still big names. Yeah, they're big names. They're gonna pull. They're absolutely gonna pull in numbers for right. starters because of the whole Pacquiao thing with the shoulder. Even if it was bullshit, right? That that was that was gonna cause people to be like, oh, so that's why. And they're gonna want to see if Pacquiao can do it this time. Everyone wants to see Mayweather lose. Yeah. So like, and there is a reason I say, how excited would you get? Because the the fact of the matter is, everyone would watch that. All right, so so let so let me let me break this down for you. Let, let me let me break this down for you. So Mayweather's doing his own promotions. Bob Arum is doing the other side from for Pacquiao. So Bob those Arum are two. Bob Arum is Bob, Bob Arum was was. I don't know if he's still with him or not, but no, Bob Arum was promoting his own shit now. Who is Pacquiao? Okay, so then point stands, right? There's two different promoting houses. Mm-hmm. So Mayweather gets away with with fighting when he's this age and making these mega fights in terms of, of pay-per-view numbers because he's the attraction. The other person's not an attraction. So when Pacquiao says, I'm going to take 20 million, Broner, you're going to get 2.5? Broner says, okay because Pacquiao is the attraction, right? When you have two, when you have two fighting mega houses, they're both going to want to pull each other's numbers. So you're not going to get, you're not going to get to the table of part two and even get close to Pacquiao agreeing to the same numbers that they did in, 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 in fight number one. So they're not going to get close to that, right? So you're going to ask Mayweather to give up more than what he gave up on the first fight, which he's not going to give up. Pacquiao now is not going to want to give up any because Pacquiao's promoting himself on that, right? So you're going to have to go through all that to work all those numbers out to be able to make that fight. And then when you when you agree to it, then the fight is three or four months down the line by the time that that happens both of these dudes are 68 years old so so you have a 20 percent chance if they if they were 30 i would tell you yeah okay because it'll take five years to make it happen but they're 30 but mayweather 42 pack out 40 nah, they're not gonna fight when they're 48 years old 45 years old so with all that going on 20% chance that you see them fighting. And if it's just, if they are 45 years old and they just want to throw an exhibition fight, Mayweather's not going to risk looking, even if even if it doesn't go against his record, Mayweather's not going to go up against looking like he's going to lose a fight. Right. He, he and, take and, and go out that way. You know what I'm saying? Right. So because of the age, I'm going to say no. Don't think that I'm saying because the ability decreases with age. I'm saying because of the age, period. You, they'll be 46 or Mayweather will by be 46 the time they agree on yeah. by the time that he agrees to it Manny will be 43 by the time he agrees on it Manny's already talking about one more fight and then I'm out so it's limited if he can get a fight with with big names he'll re- he'll rather go that route with active names than, than do a circus with, with Mayweather you know what I mean so I, I put it at maybe 10% chance that that happens alright alright so then Bruno was just talking out his ass, you think? 
Well, Broner needs to get whatever excuse he can, right? So Broner says, hey, listen, man, if I go seven rounds with you, I'll be seven and up. Well, all right, guy, you just make it whatever. You just want to talk about it. I was going to say, <laughs> that was my favorite part of the post uh, fight with him when, when he told the, the, he's the like, guy that was yeah. like interviewing him. He's like, I go seven and up with you. And yeah. the guy's like, well, that wouldn't mean much. <laughs> like, mean like much. even the guy's like, what are you even talking about? So yeah, I, I doubt that that'll, that'll ever go down like that. All right, so let's go ahead and transition to this next topic here. I like it, Kyler Murray. I like it. This this is gonna this is uh this is gonna be it's gonna be an interesting one because Kyler Murray last year was drafted by the Oakland A's to play in the in the MLB. Now he has officially declared. For the NFL draft, after a phenomenal year in the NCAA, he was a Heisman winner. You know, he put up crazy stats. Yeah. He's not committed to anything yet. Yeah, he has a contract that he can sign with the A's, but then the possibility of being a first-round NFL draft pick, especially at QB, with all the rules that protect quarterback nowadays and the money to be made there. I guess to start this discussion. If you're Kyler Murray, what are you doing? Or what are you feeling, I should say? MLB or NFL? Uh, safe route, MLB. Well, what, what route would you take? Safe or not? What route, right, just what, which one would you take? What route would you take and what route do you think he's going to take? Or better I yet, would take let's, this, let's do it. Absolutely the safest route. All right, so let's change that. Let's change that because I, that's not a... What route do you think he should take and what route you think he'll take? But what if, if it's a different one, what route you think he'll take? But what do you think he should take? Okay, so. I'm not sure. I haven't followed this guy too much um, or at all, really. But I did read up a little on him. Now, the Heisman Trophy is given to arguably the best player that year. Yes? Yeah, that's the equivalent of an MVP trophy in the right. NFL. So if he was considered the top prospect by Heisman standards right, as a quarterback, then logic says he's probably going to go very high, high in the draft, in the NFL right. draft. Yeah, like and I'll tell you right now, because be of the wrong. value of quarterbacks and just how limited a quarterback pool it is in this year's draft uh you're talking about him being easily the second best quarterback in this draft behind the ohio state quarterback Dwayne haskins i know there's going to be some teams that have him higher maybe some teams that have him lower because of his height but i will tell you that there will be that team that will take him high I think. yeah i'm also going to add in just if i may the fact that he was the backup for baker mayfield another yes. qb who is relatively short by QB standards nowadays. Also a Heisman winner. <laughs> also a Heisman winner at the same university. And mm-hmm. Baker Mayfield did incredibly well. Yes. This his first season. I think we could yeah, all he say. He may potentially be rookie of the year. He may. And regardless of that, he did well in his first year. I think there's a yeah. lot of people, a lot of coaches out there that are saying, look, Baker did it. Obviously, Baker's doing well. There's a lot of people who could use a, a Baker Mayfield caliber quarterback. This guy's from the same university. Mm-hmm. He's doing the same things Baker did. 
he has the same prototype, I guess you would say. And more to your point, if uh, just to kind of add on to what you're saying, and something the NFL does a lot, and we've been seeing it, is that it's somewhat of a copycat league, right? Sean McVay has had such success this year that you have everyone and their mother scrambling to find the next Sean McVay for their head coaching position. And I think the same could be said for that of Kyler Murray, because, you know, it's a short Heisman winning quarterback that was a Sooner and he's in the and he did well for the Browns. So why can't he do well for us if we need a quarterback? Adds to your point, I think that the value is definitely there. Gruden says he changes. He changed his opinion and says that he doesn't think quarterbacks need to be tall. I think he is drooling at the at the prospect of of signing him. That's well. There's that's a, a, that's there's, a, that's there's a, that's some a team like, that's going to be rebuilt. I'm right telling now you, there's some momentum. Move. There's some momentum for him. I think. Yeah, there's momentum, and there's a lot of teams who can use him. Be it because they're going to rebuild, be it because they just need a quarterback, be it because they need a good backup, whatever, whatever it is. Absolutely, absolutely. Let me ask you this then. Hold on. What? What do you think he should do? What? What? Where do you think he should play, Lou? Or, or what do you think he should me? choose? I think if I think the safe choice, like I said, is MLB. I think he should go. With so you the think NFL. he should go with the NFL? The reason you the man there, there. there, just right. wave. I, I think so. you're saying safe with the MLB because the contracts are no, no. He's lose very. Uh, uh, lose very. <laughs> this is something that I tell him every day at work. He's he's very. Uh, I just, listen, I just I don't I don't want to offend anybody i just i just you know the safe one is this one but you can I go to that one you can just do what you want man <laughs> you very give the world you know oh, give the world a call and a smile and more intelligent <laughs> the more intelligent choices obviously go to the nfl the nfl he's ranked higher as a football player than he is an mlb i mean a baseball player Right. There's more opportunity there to be found as well. I say safer because we, there's yeah, less know. of a chance. We know, we know, we know but it, yeah, because I mean we've seen top talent slide in the NFL draft before. I'm not asking you for both. I'm asking you to pick one. I don't want. I don't. I don't want the this one. Oh, NFL. NFL. He gave it to you. He gave it to you. Come on now. You some bitch. He said E. You brought this up. E, what's up on now? You stupid. Nah, I'm going to say, yeah, I'm going to say the NFL. You I'm say the NFL be, again because he is. Yeah, bro, I'm gonna, I want him to go to the NFL. There's two you reasons why, Carlos. I think, because he's, well, he's ranked higher as a football player, again, like Lou said, than he is a baseball player. I've never seen him play baseball, so I don't okay. really know. How good he is playing baseball. Right, yeah. You don't have you haven't seen the film on baseball, but you've seen the film of football. So obviously in your opinion. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, I told you a wild card weekend when we were watching the Cowboys Rams at your house. I said, yo, watch for this kid Murray. If he declares for the draft, it's a whole new ball game. Yeah. So now Carlos, I get the sense that you want him or think he should sign oh, you're with the MLB. You already said it. So I want to hear your thoughts. Of course he should fucking go. Alright, all right, bro. Let me let me let me break this out for y'all. Wait, he already signed? He officially signed he the signed MLB? The, he, he, I think he signed the contract, no? No. 
No, it's. I don't believe it's signed yet. Because they're even offering more contract, money. But yeah, I read that he signed Again, contract. I read that on Wikipedia. Well, sign the contract doesn't mean anything because he doesn't have to play. So that's no, why he signed the contract. Yeah, because everyone was asking him about signing. Yeah, he already signed. He signed, signed, he signed as a junior. So, yeah. Right. But, but they're currently trying to offer him more money right. to so, stay away from so what? So, so that's important to keep him. So he may be well, that goes both ways. Dollar amount can still it, grow. You can you can get drafted in the NFL. So he can get drafted in the NFL and he can not play. You understand? The only thing you when you draft when you draft the player, all you're doing is owning yeah. the rights to the player. So if that player says, "Hey, listen, thank you for right. drafting me. I want to go on a peace mission, but no thanks to, to Papua New Guinea, and I'll be back in five years." And the NFL says, okay, do you. However, if you ever play in the NFL, you're going to come play with us first because you're owning the rights, right? Um, right, right. I think um, yeah. Jim Kelly did that, right? He got drafted. I think he got drafted by somebody he didn't want to go to. He was like, oh, fuck that. And he went to the to the Canadian League and all that stuff. Um, yeah. There was also a situation with John Elway. Yeah. Who's the kid uh, from? Because uh, he was drafted by the From Colts. Dallas. That he played third base for the Yankees. He played third base for the Yankees because he, he was he was a Michigan quarterback. He got drafted by Dallas. He said, "I'm gonna go play third right. for the Yankees." Played third for like five years. He in minor leagues and all that stuff. Finally, was like, "I right, look, dude, you suck." And then he went back to the NFL. So when he went back to the NFL, he had to play for the Cowboys. So, so that's really right. all you're doing is owning the rights. But either way, here's here's my thing. So. This dude is the Heisman Trophy. So obviously he is the best player in college football, right? But he is the best player in college football. It doesn't mean that that translates to the NFL. That is just the the best player in college football. You've seen, obviously, and I don't really care much about the history of things as far as like there's how many Heisman Trophies haven't been haven't haven't played well in the NFL. There's been a bunch. That's just it's just a matter. And there's and there've been some that haven't played. Yeah, and there's been some that haven't played. That they said, yeah, thank you, but I'm not gonna play. So you so you can't tell. And I would actually argue that the last five or so have actually been hits. So, you know, like guys that are that currently have right. the past didn't look five the or so Heisman winners. I think are quite luck is, is amazing. He did it? Uh, yes, yes, he did. Actually, no, he didn't. No, he didn't. I apologize. He lost out to it's Cam Newton in 2010. So Cam and he obviously has a Robert Griffin was, III in 2011. Right. Cam Newton obviously had plenty of success, went to the Super Bowl, was an MVP, had a 15-1 season. Uh, Robert Griffin had a successful first year but tore up his knee. But I don't think that's indicative of the talent level. I think that was just that was just a bad injury, man. Uh, if I can point to a couple of actual Heisman bust. I'm looking at guys like Johnny Manziel, Sam Bradford, you know, Matt Leinhart. Uh, I get Carson Palmer to a certain extent, but he was good no, when he was healthy. No, that dude, no, that dude was that was it. Liner for sure. Yeah. Liner was a bust. Right. Tim Tebow, obviously, you don't have to bring that up. Um, <laughs> How dare please. you? Um, yeah, uh, and then the the biggest bust of all, whatever, was Ryan Leaf. Yeah, right. Who was who was whatever. But here's here's my point. So. He's clearly he's the best college player. 
but that's only speaking about college that also speaks about the competition in college right because yeah you're the greatest but it's not like he's going up against the cam newtons of the world he's you know so that that's that has a little something to say about that now in baseball he was drafted top 10 yeah very good draft position for him now baseball doesn't have a heisman trophy so you're not going to measure his 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 skills based on a trophy right but you but you but you will you will you will i guess judge it based on the fact that he got drafted top 10. so they thought he is one of the 10 best baseball players in the country so yeah he's not the best he's not he's not he's not heisman but he's definitely top 10. you know what i mean right so that's that's one point that you got to look at now i'll tell you this and you guys might danny might get a little upset at me but i've seen i've seen this kid playing baseball mm -hmm. and he's not going to be great okay he's 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 okay and he has okay. he has he has god-given talent right he's fast as shit. right he has a he doesn't have a good arm he has a superb arm but hold up but real quick because you said you don't think he's gonna be great at baseball he won't okay He's not going to be great. No, just making sure he'll it wasn't, okay. you know. Yeah, he's not going to be great. He, he'll be okay, right. but he's not going to be great. He's not going to hit. He's not going to be a good hitter. Mm -hmm. But you can put him to, to, you know, you can use him defensively. Okay. But he's not going to be a great be a play player. utility player, right? He, he'll be a good utility player. He'll, no, he could be. He could, he could play every day. He could be an everyday player, but he's not going to be the guy that makes it or breaks it. Yeah, like, he's not going to be the guy that makes it or breaks it. Nah, nah, nah. He's not gonna be that guy, right? Like he'll he'll be a dude that can help and and can play every day, but not not like that. But now, what about um, your football opinions? He's gonna be more like a Juan Pierre, if you if you would. Juan Pierre, only the real fans know so about that fucking story. Uh, so so he's he's somewhere around there, right? And this is from what I've seen him play. Um, my thing about the football thing is. I think he is just way too small for the, for the NFL. Of course you think that. But just for the for the folks who have forgotten, how do you like your quarterbacks? Like a like a glass of milk. Tall, white and cool. So you can see why a guy like Kyler Murray doesn't exactly fit your bias, right? He's exactly the opposite. <laughs> it it doesn't, but let me tell you. Let me, let, me, let but let me tell you um lou said you know the whole which in my opinion you guys can call it what you want i don't think i don't think there's any nfl exec going yeah he kind of looks like uh like baker mayfield but um now now baker he's he he looks more like a like a russell wilson to me right but the thing is that he is incredibly small and that type of guy in the NFL, if if anything happens to him, he he can get hurt really fast. You know what I mean? He can get hurt really, dude. That kid, I know where he, I know where they list him at, dude. That kid, that 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 kid is barely five nine and a half. I'm saying 
that kid should that's why that's why i looked at lou and i was like you some bitch how can you say the nfl because that kid he's not going to be great in either sport right it is it is a, a way more okay. it is a, it is a way more um uh luxurious title if he goes to the nfl he gets to play quarterback for right. a team right there's no there's no position like that in, in baseball right so you're the star guy for your team right and you're gonna get a lot of money yeah a, a lot, lot of money a lot a lot of money yeah. yeah i mean if he's if he's in the top five top six top ten picks he's gonna get a lot of money yes a lot of money for those first round guys right now the one thing is if he gets hurt if they cut him if they go around that contract he's not gonna get all that money okay you do know what i'm saying oh no, you're right so the end so for me if you're not going to be great and i and i get where I, I know he's an athlete and he might be thinking you know you know i just it's just the you know the nfl i can do it i can do it i really don't think he can do either of those sports great so i think he's thinking I, I, as well just i think he's going to be a quarterback that maybe plays for i i might give him four years Okay. D depending on whether you know if he get if he ends up in some place like Jacksonville that they just want to keep giving people chances. But if if he's in an if he's in another in another uh, well, I mean, team, apparently they're pulling the plug on Bortles. So no, they did. They did finally, finally. But you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I think he's not going to be good enough. He's not going to be great in either sport. Okay. So I I think That's he fair. has a he has a better chance, and I think he should go to baseball because he gets number one the opportunity to develop. Mm -hmm. You're not going to get thrown into playing with the big boys, right? You think the minor league system is actually going to be beneficial? He's, to him. he's of course he's playing in the in the minor leagues. You learn in the minor leagues, right? Right. right. In, in major league baseball, you play. There's no learning, right? So you, he's going to learn in the minor leagues. It's a little rougher and all that stuff, but he's going to play in the minor leagues. He's going to learn in the minor leagues, and then he can be a decent. He can have a long career, right? Somebody brought up the other day that uh. Just to give you an idea of how money works in the in, the, in Major League Baseball, uh, Toronto just cut their shortstop Troy Tulowitzki. They owed him thirty eight million dollars mm -hmm. for, for for this year. Yeah, you know how much money he got? He got thirty eight million dollars. Yeah, because that's just the way that those contracts work. Yeah, it's basically so, guaranteed. Guaranteed. So I think. If I'm, if, if, yeah, if I'm that dude, bro, uh, you, he might be overconfident. I don't know, but if I'm him, you're not gonna be great in either of those sports. So go with the go with the one that that your 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 frame is more equipped to handle, right? If you if you're five nine and a half, five ten, one hundred and ninety pounds, dude, go play baseball. Don't 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 go against these six six three hundred pound guys. Kyler Murray is by far my favorite NFL prospect, especially if he does commit to football. So I'm going to tell you why you're wrong. <laughs> Not like that, but I'm going I'm to show you another side of this, right? Because you're talking about guaranteed money in the MLB, and we seem to be ignoring that Kirk Cousins got three years, $84 million guaranteed. So the quarterback money has, is already good, and it's potentially getting better with the precedent of that guaranteed contract 
So I think with Kyler Murray, the question you have to ask yourself is, which sport do I have a more likely chance at getting that second contract with? Because I think I think for a guy like Kyler Murray, it is going to be all about getting that second contract. Because if he has even one good year in the NFL, he's going to sign a huge extension in which a lot of the money will be guaranteed because of the position he played. If he played any other position, wide receiver, running back, any other any other position that would be more or less replaceable, then I think your argument carries a little more weight to it because yes, those guys get cut all the time and they never see a dime of what they thought they were getting. But guys like the Kirk Cousins of the world, you know, you're talking, you know, the Brady's, the Rogers, the big contracts, even if they don't see all of it, the number you're worried about is that guaranteed number. And as long as you negotiate the guaranteed number, right, the money's going to be good. Secondly, I think the fact that he'd be given a chance right away to play in the big leagues like Baker was basically because Baker was supposed to sit on the bench for a year, but shit hit the fan and they had to pull the emergency, the emergency, which the emergency stopper or whatever you want to call it. They got to pull him out and he turned that shit around. Baker is on his like Baker guaranteed a second contract, I think, with just one good year especially for the team that he plays for that that team has not had shit to root for in forever so i do think you gotta you gotta keep an eye out on this you gotta go through the process you gotta do the combine you gotta do all that stuff right you gotta go and you gotta and work your ass off for it i don't think you can get by on just a great heisman you're especially because of your height and there's still a lot of traditionalists in the league that believe you need to be a certain height to play the position in spite of guys like Russell Wilson, Drew Brees, Baker Mayfield, so forth and so on, they continue to show us that you don't need to be six foot five to play the position. Yeah, but you need to be a certain height, though. But right, but I'm getting what that I'm get I'm getting there. So he's gonna be by far one of the shortest quarterbacks I think we've ever seen. I think the closest we were at to something of Kyler Murray's height was a Doug Flutie, and Flutie was good, but they were always looking to replace him always so my thing with kyler murray is you got to go through the process you got to feel things out i think once you start seeing and it's too early to tell because i mean we're still we're still in the right we're still in the postseason we're not we have not even started the offseason yet really i think once you start see once you start seeing teams trade up right last year was the jets that traded from like six to three Right. And everyone knew that move was for a quarterback. Right. A couple of years back, you know, it was Cleveland trading out of the first spot or the second spot, excuse me. And it was the Eagles trading into the second spot. And everyone knew, OK, they're going after Goff or Wentz. They're, they're going for the quarterback. So I think once you start seeing that, if you start seeing that movement in the top 10 or top five, I would say, then you start seeing the quarterback needy teams that are you know and they're showing they're going to be drafting quarterback and and you'll you'll get a feel for it right like baker knew he was going top five like a month before the draft like he came out and said i'm going top five because he probably interviewed with the jets the browns and they all liked him and they told him hey if you're there we're getting we're taking you right then you gotta feel out the process i think the money's better in the nfl if you're kyler murray I don't think he. I don't think he gets a chance with a, a second contract. I think he does. I think he does because because we consistently see bad to mediocre quarterbacks getting paid out. And here's the problem: 
bad to mediocre quarterbacks get paid out but most of those guys have qualities that this kid doesn't have yet so he would have to show that what right kirk cousins wasn't great but he wasn't terrible either but what people see yeah but what he sees right what you see in kirk cousins is okay well this guy minnesota said you know what and here's another thing right with these quarterbacks a lot of a lot of the things that play like everything else in the market is the availability of everybody else right if you're close to 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 getting a deal with somebody you don't want to let them go and you sure as hell don't want your up uh, your your opposition if you everybody's the everybody's uh, you know everybody in the nfl is your opposition but you don't want somebody that's near to your rival or something rival to get them so all of that develops but if i'm putting my money on it right i'm gonna say and i and i said that baker wasn't gonna wasn't going to be good and i'm still stick still sticking to that yeah my cousin the other day he was listening to the show he goes i think you're wrong about baker i said listen listen young blood no, well, I mean, I think guys like us that have seen the NFL for like over how we've seen it for a long years, time right? that one hit wonders happen. We've seen it for a long time. Number one, number two, your expectations of that team were so low, right? Yeah, that anything was going to be good. When we had when we had one of the first shows preseason, I told you, and I might have said it on 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 the record. I might have not said it on the record. I said you said it on the record. What? And I said, watch watch Cleveland end up with four or five wins. And so, seven, man. And they ended up with seven. So it's it's one of those that it's like, listen, it's eventually that they get out of that, man. Yeah. Especially in the NFL, you're not the NFL's not built for you to be losing 16 games yeah. three, four years in a row. So so for for me, Baker had a good season. But if if he goes the next seven years, and out of the next seven years, he has three good seasons and four bad ones, then Baker wasn't good, man. Especially not first round good. No, especially not like, first pick good not first overall pick you yeah, know what i mean I get, I get and, and baker is is a significantly different physically different than this kid right? yeah, yeah definitely baker they're looking at baker at like six baker's feet bigger. tall baker's six bigger. feet tall he's a, That's a, a thick much. kid a thick kid he runs yeah. hard he's right. so it's a it's a little bit different and even baker and even baker might have a tough time getting getting someone getting somebody getting past the second one right like, no, even he'll that. even he'll have a hard time getting past the second one no, so I get that. so so for me i'm like i'm looking at him like man this kid has an uphill battle coming into the league and trying to make that i mean obviously uh Tannehill got some money too but you know what i mean but so for me with this kid yeah you're absolutely right we gotta we gotta sit and watch and see what happens oh yeah well that i was about to say like yeah we gotta sit and watch but right, like, I, we can only I, talk about this so much because right, at the end of the day right, it, it can right. be anything right which the funny thing is this is what major league baseball is doing because this kid only played two years well a year and a half because mm-hmm. they they drafted him uh come into his junior season right yes which is the reason why they gave him like four million mm-hmm. um so they only saw him playing a little bit in, in, in I think like twenty something games in the first year, and then like a full season. So they're they're giving him money based on his potential. They're not giving him money because he's the best player or because none of that. They were just like, yo, he has potential. Yeah. And even this then, this really does come down to I think Kyler Murray's confidence. 
If you're yeah. confident that you're going to be successful as an NFL quarterback, you absolutely go into the football. You go into the NFL. But if you, I think even if you have a shred of doubt that it might just be best to roll with the MLB. And and that's in spite of me thinking that he will be successful. Like, I like this a lot. And, and then let me tell you, it's a turnoff to tell a kid that's an Oklahoma Sooner, right? Because you're not telling some kid from Magnesi State, an Oklahoma Sooner who won the Heisman, hey, listen, go to the minor leagues, stay out of the TVs for two years. Stay, stay out of the news, stay out of the TV, stay out of marketing for two years. Just get this money and and wait until you come up in the in the big leagues as opposed to as opposed to a hey, go be a quarterback in the nfl yeah and be a star immediately right? go be a star in the nfl right away everyone knows who the fuck baker mayfield is right. after one decent year so right. well all of them all of them yeah. all of the quarterbacks i got picked this year whether they had a good all year or not all of them in their town they're stars they're stars whether it's lamar jackson or the kid Rosen. in uh, I had a three win team had a three win yeah. team and i still think he's going to be a fucking franchise quarterback right. everybody knows who they are because because you're the quarterback for your team the next month will be and well not february i want to say march is march. We're probably it's probably gonna be, is probably going to be the most telling month because that's when the that's when all the draft stuff really comes full head of steam and I yeah. think that's when we'll have a much clearer picture of not only the draft order with certain trades and teams looking to trade up but i think that's when i think that's when we'll have a more firm answer from kyler murray and, and, and a more and a more clearer picture of what it is that he's going to be signing if he were to be drafted right because obviously that first overall money that baker got that's great no and like, you know, you know even more so because come march spring straight spring training's already started right exactly. so he's already reported to oakland mm -hmm. and he's already practicing and playing with oakland so you you know if he if he you know what i mean if he leaves if he's like i gotta leave camp because i gotta go to to the draft combine then you have an idea of, of, of where his head's at.